Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to another episode of Productive Nation Podcast. I am your host Adam and today we have for you an interesting and amazing guest, Coach Seyma. Seyma Juneya is a life coach, an entrepreneur and the author of the book The Muslim Advantage that is available on Amazon. It's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to Coach Seyma. I'm super excited and I'm looking forward to it. Stay tuned. And I would love to start by thanking you first. I appreciate you and thank you for taking the time out to do this interview, to share your story and your work with us. You're most welcome. I know you are keen on personal development. You've been doing that many, many, many years. So tell us the story. What got you interested at the first place? Yeah, it's a good question. And it's, um, it, it was a, a natural progression into personal development. Because I, when I was about many years ago, when I was about 20, I was introduced to personal development by my brother because he, he got involved in an MLM company. And uh, part of uh, these MLM uh, companies, they do a lot of personal development training. Mm. So he found Tony Robbins through there. And he brought back, so, you know, like Tony Robbins' book and some cassettes and things. And I got really interested in that. Um, got involved in personal development, just working on myself. And then, uh, you know, he was the main inspiration. Tony Robbins was the main kind of personal development uh, guru, if you like, at that time. And I, I followed his work. I went to his seminars, listened to his tapes, read his books. Did the way you know? I was really impressed by his work. Um, and that was for quite a few years. And in the beginning, I was uh, more into like um, home business, MLM, that kind of thing. So I wasn't. I didn't go into put like coaching straight away. Um, and then from from MLM, I went into like internet marketing, got into involved in internet marketing. And then from there, I kind of, so it took a good few years before I actually came around to actually decide, you know what, I'm really interested in this personal development. I want to go into coaching. Mm. Um, and so it was kind of like a natural progression because I already understood the industry and I, I was involved in it quite heavily for myself at least. And so that's how I got into it really. Wow. Wow. It's crazy that Tony Robbins was a source of inspiration to you too, because it, it was definitely for me a long time ago mm -hmm. when I was working at a factory at night shift, mm -hmm. I used to spend time listening to Tony Robbins' YouTube lectures, wow. YouTube speeches. It was it's crazy that we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. Because he was the main guy at that time. Yeah. Uh, and since then, many, many other people have, um, come come into the limelight and it's um it's grown quite a lot the coaching industry has grown there's a lot of coaches out there now yeah and mashallah that it was your brother that inter introduced you to personal development that's right that's right and now you have you are life coach you are also entrepreneur you are author of the muslim the muslim advantage which is which is a great book and i would love to discuss that but before that, I would love to ask, um, you also had a podcast. Would you like to mention about your podcast? Sure. So um, my whole inspiration behind the podcast was to inspire Muslims to 
to do good work. So that this is mm. my main kind of like inspiration. And so the podcast is called Real Talk with Coach Saima. You'll find it on YouTube. And it's about showcasing um, other Muslim entrepreneurs mm. and their achievements. Wow. So that was the, uh, that's the thinking behind that. So yeah, I've done quite a few interviews and uh, will continue to do so. MashaAllah. For me, the reason why I do podcasts is to interview those who are doing great work. So basically, your goal is to inspire people to do good work. And I would love to hear those stories, those people who are doing the good work. So yes. MashaAllah. And you mentioned you got into you got into coaching later, later on in your life. So can you tell us that story? What, Like I said, it was a natural progression. Like it didn't have, I didn't like wake up one morning and think, right, I want to be a life coach, but it kind of yeah. just, it just kind of like, I just kind of fell into it. And then I thought, let me do a course in it. And then I did the course. And then, you know, I met lots of people online who, who are also coaches. And I saw that the, the um, coaching industry is uh, developing at a fast rate. Uh, lots of coaches out there, a lot of Muslim coaches as well. So, and it's um, worldwide phenomenon at the moment, and it's actually really, really good because we do need coaches, and it's it's a definite. I mean, because a coach is basically like someone who can help you through your challenges, issues, and help you to achieve from uh, point A to point B. And um, in the past, it would be maybe family members or uh, you know close friends or, and mentors are around the family but this is it's kind of turned into a, like a profession so um and it's a very much needed profession yeah and the only distinction with the family members and with the coaches that coaches avoid giving you advice so i love that part of the coaching yes. where you just listen and yes. let the other person find the answers to, to their question by themselves. What do you love most in your work? I think when, like with other work, you can, you can earn some good money, but you really, I feel like you're just working for yourself. But this, with coaching, you're actually making a difference to people's lives. You're actually helping them get un unlock themselves from any kind of limiting beliefs and actually um, go out there and certain things that they wouldn't be able to do um without a little bit of help and guidance yeah so i think that satisfaction that you are actually helping others as well you're pulling them up as opposed to just working for yourself and building your own empire or whatever mm, that's beautiful what is the most surprising experience that you had in your journey to be honest i haven't really been i haven't had any surprising kind of uh, things that have surprised me I think, uh, but one lesson that I may have learned in this journey is that, um, and it's, but well, one one personal like lesson I've learned in my journey as being a coach is that perfectionism is the enemy of production. So mm. a lot of the time, and you know, we'd wait to get something perfect before actually delivering it and putting it out there. Like for example, my book, I know it's, it's, it's literally a, a work in progress. Um, I still look at it and think I could have improved it here or there yeah. and uh, added more to it. So I've, I've become, I've kind of like learned that lesson and I'm, I published it anyway, mm. because otherwise I may not have published it if I 
felt that I needed to be perfect. Yeah. And I read your book. It was brilliant. It was one of Thank those you. quick reads. You can read it through in 20 minutes or less. But it was so brilliant because it was thought-provoking. And the name in itself, just the title of the yeah. book is amazing. Yes. The Muslim advantage. That in itself gets you thinking. In a time and era where everyone wants to get ahead, you remind people that we are already, we have that position as a Muslim. So of yes. course we believe that we have the edge already. Mm -hmm. how, how to use that edge for, for, for our own benefit? Well, firstly, I want to um, explain what the Muslim advantage is and what I mean by it. So um, what the way that name came about in the first place was when I heard the phrase white privilege. Yeah. And I felt that was quite unfair. And I thought, you know, that's kind of like it may be true, and, and especially in like so, some like the so, southern parts of America, where there's a lot of racism and there's white privilege for that reason. But I just felt like Muslims need to be empowered, especially in this day and age, when everyone is like, it almost feels like if the world's against us and because of world current events and um, Muslims have got this bad name because of terrorism and all the rest of it. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of negative stuff happening around us um, because of that. And I feel like it's hit us, hit with our, affected our confidence and especially mm. the youth, and I want I want to um, to inspire and empower the Muslim youth and all Muslims of all day, ages to empower them to so that they can go out and do great work. Because the Muslim advantage is the meaning behind that is that uh, Muslims in and all ages um, have contributed to the world as we know it today. Yeah. Um, for example, like. Um, Soap was invented by Muslims and shampoo was invented by Muslims and algebra was invented by Muslims. And the, the world we know it, uh, today um, has been shaped uh, massively by Muslims and non-Muslims um, benefit from it too. So, you know, that with that comes a lot of pride um, that, you know, Muslims have contributed quite a lot. But with pride, with, and, and, you know, like I feel like we have some privilege but with privilege comes responsibility. And that's where the book starts talking about, well, you, you, we have the privilege uh, because we have that background, but now what are we going to do about it? Mm. And then I go on to talk about basically how um, people can contribute and, how, and what are they going to do to give back and contribute to the world. Mm. You know, the history part is something, especially I felt like, for us Muslims living in the West, that's something that is not teach in the school. So it was exactly. brilliant that you had those examples from the history. And if someone wants to look up for those references, they are in the book. We should yeah. do our own research too. And the second part of the book is, uh, I felt it was a kind of coaching because you provided exercise. Actually, there was exercise doing a 5, 10, 15, 20 years plans, which is mm -hmm. not easy part. That's the part where people tend to like quickly read and move on. But uh, for me, I have been doing personal development the last six, seven years too. And that part is the most difficult to start planning five years ahead. And I remember the first time I heard five-year plan, was from my friend he said do you have a five-year plan i said 
no shall i have one <laughs> it's so hard that part is so hard and i love that you also provide way of supporting people who want to get in touch with you at the end of the book yeah absolutely and i'm here to help that's one of my uh, inspirations and um that's my signature program something that um, i'll be working on and developing and improving over the years and it's definitely something that i'm i'm here to help anyone who wants to create you know spiritually inspired projects whether that's in charity or dawa or activism or deen or any any other discipline hmm. what is your reason for that what is your why actually let me put it this way what is the legacy or impact that you want to leave when you are gone in in light of your work i want i want to feel as if i have inspired other people to do good work beautiful mashallah may allah bless it and uh, i also ask every guest to share with us a book book recommendation can you mm-hmm. also share with us a book that you will definitely give to someone what that book would be there are many books there there are a lot of books out there um yeah. i think one that comes to mind is the compound effect Wow. Yeah. Um and it it's because it talks about like small changes over a certain period of time. So, you know, change can happen in an instant, but it's the it's the small habits that you do on a daily basis that create that change. And so that's what I learned from that book and I think that's really profound and I think that if someone just took that book and implemented those things, uh they would make difference, uh, like a change in their lives for the better. Mm, yeah that's true and finally what is the best way to get in touch with you you can contact me um through facebook or instagram coach saima um i have a website as well saimajaneja.com so um whatever's easier for you for the people listening your website went so fast can you repeat it saima yes. and then my surname janeja j u n e j a.com but facebook might be the best yeah. way to get in touch with me coach saima if you just type it in yeah. um, you'll find me yeah and i will share episode on facebook so on facebook cool. i can put down some links sure inshallah jazakallah uh, khair cool. for taking the time out i really enjoyed talking to you may allah bless you and Same bless here. your work with barak